Maggie the wild moves. It is time for my manifesto. Part death. Part what? Part death. Part death. It's part cat, part wrestling manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> there will be cats in the so. uh, We did the Mania manifesto and then the SummerSlam manifesto. Right. So part 12. No, because I did the first Mania. It started at Mania. Okay. Then I did SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know where we're at. You know what? It's just Katie's Tennessee Survivor Series 2018 booking. Subtitle, We're Only the Strong Will Survive. Oh. You did a subtitle? And I will turn to I'm very fancy with my bookings. Nice. That's nice. That's your choice of fault there. I do, too. I love for Who are you? It's not like you're typing a Any users... So, in case you've never heard one of these lovely bookings of mine, basically what I do is I take the current card of one of the big four pay-per-views, I book it, the card they give me, and I book it better. And then maybe one day Vince will hear this and be like, well, by God, this girl needs a job. And then you'd be like, not if I don't get jobs for my friends Zimli and Brittany. And like, of course. I'm a package deal. Of course. I can do whatever. I'd love to mess. Talk some mad shit. Sure, talk mad as shit. Mama, don't take no shit. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to, this card, and I'm going to do it goddamn better. So, first off, we have the Cruiserweight Championship match. And strangely, I focused a lot on in this. So, we have Buddy Murphy, who's the champion, versus Mustafa Ali. Yes. So, my notes. <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of with everything. Fun, it's fun, it's fun. We'll talk about this a little bit more in our own predictions. But with everything that's going on with this pay-per-view, there's so much confusion and flip-flopping and things are changing and so many multiple matches. It's just kind of... Wow. Yeah. So... I think this match could secretly steal the show. Just because... I mean, it's going to be a great match anyways. They're both really good wrestlers. But with this being a sort of more... Consistent booking, this was always going to happen and nothing has happened. It provides a weird sort of stability yeah. to this card. Which I feel like you should never say, but. My god. My god. Um, so, what I would have happened is Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali both make their entrances. And then, before the bell rings, out comes Drake Maverick. Because everyone gets he's the general manager of 205 Live. You're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. <laughs> is what everyone says. Rockstar slept here. Um, <laughs> and he actually announces his resignation. What? Yes, I know. I, uh, I'm i very proud of this part. Somebody's thought. But, um, Thank so... You, <laughs> basically, um, he announces also that they will <laughs> announce the his replacement GM the next episode of 205 Live. Which one thing draws your viewers that way? Yeah. What? 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 Who's gonna do that? Who's gonna yeah. give you a boosting in your brains. Yeah. But, um, this obviously wouldn't be announced tonight, but I honestly would pick it to be RVD, Rob Van Dam. I feel like that's very fitting. He's getting old and he's goddamn great. I'll take it. And I'd like him just to smoke a joke backstage all the time, which they would never do, but. But uh, if, but they, if they did, it would be fantastic. 
Um, but then he goes on to announce that he has also signed a new client, and that is Buddy Murphy. <gasps> Mr. Bliss. So, Mustafa Ali gets very, very, very close to winning. Like, so close to winning, he can taste the gold, like, a fraction of a second too late on a pin, like a... He can taste it, and he's getting very frustrated. But Drake ends up interfering and having Buddy Murphy retain. So he's building a stable of clients. Of Healy clients. Hmm. If you will. Uh, so then I did the Tag Team Survivor Series Elimination Match. Which was Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, The Ascension, Lucha House Party, B-Team, and The Revival versus Usos, New Day, The Brothers, Sanity, and The Clubs. A lot of names. Close. But I like Braga. So I'm not gonna lie, I feel like in a lot of my bookings I have a lot of moving parts and a lot of interferences and other things going on. This one I tried to tame it down a little bit. Tried to. Not overbook it, as Mr. Business kept telling me. But I would have SmackDown win this. Um, first off, just hearing the names in the match, the amount of talent they have on the SmackDown side is unparalleled as to how you at least built your Raw tag teams. I mean, two of those tag teams, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, they're not really a tag team. Yeah. And the Lucha House Party was just thrown in there. Both of those guys do 205 Live most of the time. Yeah. So it just doesn't quite make sense. But um, I wouldn't have anything funnier thing go on. You know, just good old regular, regular match. And then I would have the Usos and the New Day both be surviving tag teams on their side. And then that leads to a number one contenders match to see who faces the bar. Hmm. What? Also, just because, I mean, I would love to see the Good Brothers get a push. I'd love to see Santa get a push. The clones are never going to get a push. <laughs> but, well, I don't know. As far as. It starts with the Caribbean! I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, They're too far. Like, you can't. Where, it's like they it's, tried to repackage them, but they never actually packaged they them. They're just the colognes now. Like, they're not even the. If anything, they've unpackaged them. They've just stripped them down from having no, even any gimmick to just do What are we? You are nothing. Wear white pants and no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you are what That's you it. are. You are white canvas. You get nothing. But just both the, so with the clones just automatically kind of out, the Good Brothers and Sandy, they don't, right now, if you think about who's going to fight the bar next, neither one of those teams are going to some of them built properly. Can't remember last time yeah. Gallows and Anderson won a match. Yeah, Sandy, Sandy, I feel like never wrestles. <laughs> what are you? What have you been doing? No, I mean really. Yeah. No, I agree. So the Usos and the New Day, those are your consistent teams. That's who you want to use. No one can finish match. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. Reignite that rivalry. I'm good with it. So, um. That leads us into the Vince Survivor Series elimination match. Vince, Vince, Vince. We have Brown Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley versus The Miz, Shane McMahon, Smojo, Rey Mysterio, and Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy! So, I do actually kind of like looking at Survivor Series matches. The only reason why is just doing the whole who survives the elimination matches. Um, so I'm gonna have Raw win this, and I'm gonna have Brown be the sole survivor. 
also, I feel like in this match, there's so much tension on both teams within themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's going to show during the match. You know, Finn and Bobby, there's going to be friction. Brown probably still is a big fan of Ziggles or McIntyre after everything that happened with the War Dogs. Mm-hmm. And the right Miz yeah. just fought on SmackDown not even a week ago. So there's going to be tension. It's going to show. Um, also, Shane McMahon being the best in the world. And you have Ziggles. With the dip, dip. Uh, but, you know, despite all that, and Brown keeps his promise with Baron. Yeah. But he's just an unstoppable force almost fueled by his fueled by his promise that he made with Stephanie about this international crop. So he's got some some good Yeah. Good promises back in his destruction bag. Um, I've had Joe and Brown be the last team. I think that would just be a good matchup. Um, Brown ends up getting the win, and then afterwards, because the match is over, he proceeds to beat the shit out of Baron Corbin, who's at ringside, he's the captain. That way, he has actually fulfilled his promise to Stephanie McMahon, who had flashed the match. It's true, so he still gets this match. That is true. He's playing the corporate game of evil. See you guys. See you guys. I can do loopholes too. No, I think that's a good I'm a big man that can do loopholes. <laughs> I want to see, see him doing some loopholes. I'm just not a meat castle. <laughs> meat castle. But uh, then we have the Women's Survivor Series Elimination Match. Which is also going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, so we have Natalia, <laughs> Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina, Ruby Riot versus Carmella, Naomi, Asuka, Cindy Deville, and to be announced. Now, as of right now, obviously they haven't announced that. Wow. Not me. I'm going to fix that problem. Honestly, <gasps> I kind of have. Uh, but. So one thing that was clearly shown on this past episode of Raw is that the women's SmackDown locker room was united behind Becky Lynch. Yes. Becky Lynch. You know, they, at that moment, were happy with her being a champion. Yeah. Her representing them. It's almost like you one would say she would take fire in them. Oh. No. <laughs> Kane. <laughs> Kane is the cat. No. Um, it's but, Kane with wig, <laughs> the shitty blonde veil. Yes. Uh, I should. I'm not the blonde you ordered. Um, <laughs> but I'm the blonde you're getting. <laughs> you know, some people say they haven't felt that fire in a while, and it especially stirs one wrestler slash inferences, possibly two, depending on how you might do this, into action. So, um, each team has their entrance. Uh, SmackDown, I would do last, because, you know, it's going to be a big reveal. They're not going to tell you at any point in the night who it is. Or, back Michael Cole, and we're like, oh no, who is it going to be? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Guys. Fuck. Hold up. We're cutting that class. Guys. Guys, please. But. I would have it. This chair is squeaking. <laughs> I didn't know who this person was like, what is that? It's me. I need to stop moving my leg. No. But, so the <laughs> surprise member of SmackDown's team would be Bailey. Oh. So Bailey getting herself in there. There's an argument that could be made that Bailey and Sasha Banks both move to SmackDown. I'm just going to do Bailey, though. I should just put it back again. So that no, I. No. 
it's so okay. the reason why I picked Bailey is because I feel like their stories aren't necessarily similar. Bailey's had a rough patch here lately. Mm-hmm. So Becky. Yeah. Kyle. She sees what Becky's doing on SmackDown. And she's like, that. I need that. That's what I want to do. And on top of that, they're both members of the Four Horsewomen. Mm-hmm. And then more importantly, Bailey and Sasha just got beat down on Raw. Mm. Bailey's like, fuck you guys. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. The reason why I would argue for Sasha is because they're friends. Quote unquote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have them both move. But I wouldn't just because I actually looked at the roster today. They have 14 women and four of them are baby faces. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's really heavy on the heels now. Like, like I literally looked at the roster I'm like, everyone is trying to heal. Like, what are you going to do? Everyone is going to be heel, villains, or I mean, unless you trade room for the bitches. For other faces, then you're just going to... Which is what I was getting at, and I couldn't... No one's going to... Even though Sasha and Bailey aren't my favorites, I do mm-hmm. understand the amount of star power they have. Yeah, There's no yeah. one that's a baby face from SmackDown that you could trade that I would want to trade. I don't want to trade Charlotte. I like Charlotte on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I like Becky on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. There's no one else you really trade that's the same. Even though I love Asuka, Asuka I don't think is mainstream. You're not going to see a regular person walk down the road with an Asuka shirt. Mm-mm. They're an awesome person if they do, though. Yeah, that's me go, hey bud, let's be friends. Uh, are you my friend? You are now. And then you have what, like Naomi? Yeah. Who well, maybe, but that's gonna. Just not the same impact as much as I hate to And they're not gonna they're not gonna move her off the brand from the Usos. And I definitely um a lot of people have said maybe it's gonna be one of the Bellas. I don't want the Bellas anymore. No, I don't want the Bellas. No. Fuck the Bellas. No. No, no, no. They got no business. And I really did try to think of an old schooler to bring back, but I just I feel like Trisha Lita didn't really fit this profile because of what I had going on. Yeah. But it just Bailey felt right. As weird as it sounds. Okay. Um, so I can see that. Basically this whole thing is kind of about we say them avenging Becky. But you know, mm-hmm. do it for Becky. It isn't it isn't. You fucked with our lockery. Yeah. You fucked with our champ. Yeah. You're gonna die. It's like, brand versus brand. It's yeah, a, like, it's a it's true a, brand versus brand rivalry. Like a fire under their ass like uh, this. Yeah. The one that was leading your goddamn charge. Yeah. And then Bailey's just tired of Raw and what has to offer. She sees Becky, what she's doing. She's like, I want that. I mean, and if nothing else, you could even look at it from the point of view of, you know, we're all in line to get to Becky, and now you've slowed us down. So, because you put her out, we, so you know, we don't know what the fuck are we gonna do right now. Right. You're fucking up our chances. So we're gonna fuck you up. Exactly. Um, so pants. I don't have Bailey traded. I just have Bailey go to SmackDown. There's no one going to Raw. Her place Raw is short. I think. Not quote me on this, but I think Raw had ten women. Or no, SmackDown had ten women and Raw had four women. Mm-hmm. So there's four women difference. Uh, so I figured Bailey just going to SmackDown shouldn't. I mean, you have extra. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically what I have happened is that happened. Um, you know, Bailey also just watching one of her friends get pulverized by Naya. That would not be something that's in case Bailey's character. Um, because she said it. She's jump ship. And then, so, I'd have SmackDown Women's Team win. The SmackDown kind of disturbs something. Anyways. Yeah. Um, and I would have Bailey and Asuka be the only two survivors on the SmackDown team. One thing Asuka kind of means a something or other. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's a kind of nice little callback because then Oscar took the belt from Bailey, and then uh, yeah. But uh, you know, I, I would actually have with this match the other woman on SmackDown's team get eliminated pretty quickly. Yeah, and, and just have leave it be down to the two. battle for Bailey, Bailey and Oscar. Yeah. Like, they're, like, the ultimate tag team, and then, you know, you maybe have those rubber tag belts coming up. Mm-hmm. You have a tag team right there. They're both colorful. Well, I, and if, yeah, and if you're wanting to try to save Bailey, that's in a, good way in to a manner of speaking. With awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That Just don't give them a stupid name, like, the fucking Bottom Hug Connection and shit. Because, I mean, as a wrestler, I have not a problem with Bailey. It's her gimmick. She's like the opposite of Sasha. Empress of hugs. With Sasha, I don't have a problem with her gimmick. I have a problem with her gimmick. <laughs> uh, but anyways, after that. I never thought I would see her pin somebody. And then we did. It's a little match. changing. But I was like... She's like, I was saving that for an old woman. <laughs> Congratulations. Good. Shut Good up. for you. <laughs> Shut up, Sasha. Like I was gonna say, did you know Snoop Dogg's not talking? You know I don't care. Do you know that? No. You know I'm pretty sure Snoop Dogg doesn't care. And does he know? That's <laughs> probably what I'd say. I don't care for shizzle. So he did her insurance at WrestleMania that one time, but didn't know because I could see that. Yeah. He does smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> like, uh, and how are you removing me? Oh. But anyways, um, tag team champion match. I have AOP, Others Pain versus Divine. Mm-hmm. Um, so this kind of circled back around to the cruiserweight match. Mm-hmm. But um, we're gonna have AOP win this because they honestly need it more than the bar. Yeah. You won the belts in a shady fashion because Seth Rollins was all by himself, and mm-hmm. you had a shit run on the main roster. You need a win against a high-profile team. You're not yeah. clean. You need a win. So, first off, this allows Drake Maverick to build some sort of credibility with his managerial skills. I'm, I'm pumping out wins. Um, you know, he just signed Buddy Murphy. All of his clients went at this pay-per-view. One of the big four pay-per-views. It's a big thing. And this works down the road because what I would have happened is that Drake will eventually turn on Buddy Murphy. He is a wrestler. So he's going to turn. Uh-huh. He's going to win the Cruiserweight title. Possibly with help of AOP. Hmm. Like, AOP is... Those are his boys. Yeah. As much as I'm not a fan of it, you can work with it mm-hmm. very easily. It's just how you portray Drake. What's he doing? Yeah. He's almost like a... Dare I say... 
not quite Jeremy Piven from Entourage, but kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I'm quick. I'm making deals. Yeah. I'm getting you guys wins. And we need wins. Wins. <laughs> we getting paid. And then he turns on Buddy Murphy, wins the Cruiserweight Championship title. Murphy turns face. He's ultimate heel. He's got his two big boys to fuck people up on 205 Live. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're all gonna and die. And then you have Mustafa. I'm gonna take the gun off of him. Because if anyone is the goddamn underdog that's gonna do it, it's him. Yeah, I yeah. agree. No! I don't know. <laughs> oh, my own man, too. All the hand gestures. Yes. Um, also, Drake provides help in the fact that you got kind of neutralized Big Show. Mm-hmm. He's a small guy. Mm-hmm. Big Show's very slow. You can keep him easily distracted. Yeah, if you're so small and quick. With AOP. Yeah. Right. So, you kind of had to be neutralized. Running right? interference. The win. Yeah. It works. So I actually had a lot of fun this one. Mid-card champion, uh, Seth Rollins, oh. who has the Intercontinental Championship versus Shinsuke Nakamura, who has the US title. So I'm going to book Shinsuke to win there because he needs it very badly. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Wait, it's like, what the fuck is he doing? He literally has... I mean, he's been on TV, but it's been cutting, like, backstage promos. Yeah. It's not been... Oh, Yeah. People need to give him wrestling. Him shit for not defending his belt. If you're gonna give, if you're gonna give Brock Lesnar shit, at this you, point you kind of have to. You kind of have to give Shinsuke shit. shit. Yes. But um, <laughs> so I'm a grown up. <laughs> I told you I can't put on my costume jacket. <laughs> I'm a grown up. I just you can't pull oh. the thing. That's why you can't. You're like way out of it. I didn't realize the strap for my bag was okay. Continues. Uh, <laughs> I've lost all moments. <laughs> no. Um. So I would book Shinsuke to get the win. Um. But so beginning of the match, he comes out. And Seth comes out. Then you have Dean come out. But all he's gonna do is sit on commentary. Mm-hmm. All he's gonna do. Clearly, you can see with all of Seth Seth's promos leading up to this <laughs> that he's not very <laughs> concerned. With Shinsuke. It's like, uh, Danny. Like I said earlier. Danny boy, he left. I think he literally said a sentence about Shinsuke Nakamura this entire time leading up to this match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally, Shinsuke's been on the SmackDown since the match was announced, but it's been doing promos. But it's been doing promos against Seth, at least. Yeah. But. But, so, Seth, or Seth, uh, Dean comes out, he sits on commentary, and sounds fairly clearly shaken, a little unnerved by this, like, what? Um, oh, it's happening. And his focus is on Dean this entire time. Like, not on Shinsuke, it's on Dean. Hits like a move on Dean, then it turns around, or hits a move on Shinsuke, and then it kind of turns around, like, looks at Dean over his shoulder, like, you fucking coming up here? And then, the most important thing is that Dean never interferes in the match. Seth, goddammit. Lack of focus on Nakamura causes him to lose the match. He never physically gets involved. And so afterwards, uh, Shinsuke hits the Kinshasa, wins, and then after the match, Seth's knocked out, he bows down to Dean, and leaves Seth for him there to do what he will. Do with it what you will. Which is Ichi. 
And then DB <laughs> And the blue check goes loose. That's actually probably a food national food. It's very simple, but it's so easy to do. You actually booked it so well already, you just don't know it. Yeah, just gotta put those finishing touches on it to make it great. So, two more matches. We have Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Charlotte. Literally, my first note is there's going to be nothing special as far as interference or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just to get that out of the way. It's your word. So, go ahead and establish that. that. But I feel like I say this a lot with matches. I have it be a very good match. I want it to be a very emotional match. Mm-hmm. You know, Charlotte and Becky, they've reconciled. Charlotte, just like the SmackDown Women's team, is kind of doing this for Becky. Yeah. You fucked with my champ. Even with Charlotte, you could do the, you're making me look weak because I lost that. Yeah. Fuck you. I'll fuck you up. You yeah. can't be me. You can't be her. Yeah. So, I would have it be a very good, need to be lengthy, emotional match. Um, you know, just having the two throw everything they have at each other, I would, I don't know if it's something I can't control, but I would expand Rhonda's moveset with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's basically had the same three moves, but she's still very green, and I will never not say that at least yeah. right now for sure. I think she does very well. But I mean realistically at most she has like four moves. Right. So with Charlotte, you gotta be a little more innovative. So show that. Have her do some different things. Yeah. Um but I actually would have the match end in a double count out. I'm not gonna have a winner or a loser. Everyone everyone loses. Um even though they said it's not a loss for either one. No. But it's not a win, and I feel like this match wasn't supposed to happen at this point, and it's an easy way with an in- inconclusive finish to provide an easy pickup if you want to continue the story on down the road. True. Okay. If you want to have Charlotte and Ronda at WrestleMania, you can still do that. Your whole storyline with that is we never had a winner. We still don't know who the best is. So easy. True. Oh, God damn. Yeah, and they could go back to that later. Like, you know, we never did find out who this better woman. And then, also with that, I feel like at this point, with how you built Ronda, you can't have to lose at this point. No. If, if you do, you've shot yourself in the foot. You've done this already. Mm-hmm. You've got to go through with it. And Charlotte really doesn't need another lose, depending on what's going to happen with Becky. Because if Becky can't come back anytime soon, Charlotte has got to get felt. Yeah, I agree. Or Oscar. Like, those are yeah. two options. And maybe they fight to find out who. I don't know. They have. But with that, you need to build both of them. So I've done that. Oh, same night, kind of. Dude, go make them grow. So, <laughs> last night, I had a lot of input on this. Actually, I had a lot of input on this booking. Give a shout out to Dev Dastardly and Mr. Business for that. Oh. Because they were here while I was typing that. 
Um, but we have the heavyweight champions fighting, which is now Bork Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. I'm glad I actually waited till today to do this. Yeah, because otherwise you had to rewrite some shit, wouldn't you? It, everything would have been about that. But, um, <laughs> this is how it is. Uh, again, not have anything too special, too crazy. I just have a good match. I'd have, I'd have Bork sell. Um, <laughs> but at the beginning, I would almost have Bork laughing at Daniel Bryan, which he's suffered. The whole way he's been built in WWE is that he's too small. He's not the guy. You're never going to mm-hmm. be the guy. You're so almost have Bork the opposite of that, who's built as the ultimate man, the big guy, almost laughing at him, just like, no. You're so making like gestures. Like, You're so tiny. You think you can beat me? He's a little small man. Look at you, small, you small guy. You hey, small guy, you. Hey, little fella. <laughs> and then I would not have Daniel Bryan waver. His confidence is not shaken by Forks, almost overconfidence. And then, you know, he goddamn takes Fork to the limit. Fork at one point is literally sitting there like, what, the, what is this? Who is this tiny man? What is this? Get him out this of is it. also, I believe, the first time they've ever fought each other. Believe so. Yeah, I don't think they've ever fight each other before, so this is a good point. Genius before because like, who is this tiny man? What the fuck is this? A yes lock? What the hell is a yes lock? Why are you putting me in it? <laughs> um, but just no. It's also heel versus heel. So I wouldn't be remiss to say that you couldn't do some shenanigans. Not like super bad shenanigans, but like you know. A little shenanigans. You could do there. a couple of cheap shots between the two. Well, yeah, it kind of comes naturally. Yeah, uh, both heels. That's completely me. fine to do that. But how I actually would have Bork getting? Because I would Bork. I would Bork. Bork. I would Bork. I would Bork. 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 I, I would have Swedish check you. I would. <laughs> I would book Bork to win. But how he gets it though? Is Paul Heyman on the outside of the ring caught Stephen Bryan with the Universal title? And while obviously the ref's back is turned, he doesn't see it. And then Paul proceeds to scream that the Universal title is more prestigious than the WWE Heavyweight Championship title. I'm never gonna hold this title. This, that, and the other. Basically, building that goddamn beauty need between the two belts. You wanna elevate the Universal title? You need to make it. I mean, talk worthy. Yeah. They did a thing. And not in such a negative way of, like, the champion ever defends it. Exactly. But, like, obviously you get bored of the program I mean, more and stuff like that. I'm saying shit. With Paul saying that to Daniel Bryan, it's it's not going to make it more prestigious, but it's going to at least get people talking about it. Right. Even if it's in a negative way, sort of. I yeah. Know it's a terrible thing to say, but... Anywho, that's what I kind of want that theme of that match to be is that they're like, this is the better pair. Fuck you. Bork holds it, it's better. Um, and then Paul would throw Daniel Bryan back in the ring if he gets pinned. But, my future booking of this would be, not really future booking, but on the next week's episode of Smackdown, at some point Daniel Bryan would go on to say that he didn't lose to Brock. I lost to Paul Heyman. Hmm. Which leaves it open. He's like, no, I have sport. Sport didn't fucking clock me. That's some cute shot. Mm-hmm. Talking and did. One-on-one. Sport wouldn't have beaten me.